The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Trail it off now, DJ. Trail it off now, DJ. (laughs) Goodness gracious. It's me! Hey, it's me, Drista. I'm still alive. I know it's the off season. Do you think I don't know that Brian Windhorst is putting out pods? Like, do you think I don't know that? Do you think I don't know that Zach Lowe has been in August and July putting out podcasts? I do. Uh, but listen, they don't have as much shit going on as I do, I guess. Uh, I want to drop in a little short episode to let you know we ain't going anywhere. Things are still happening. The NBA is still going on. We will be back with our regular schedule as we amp up for the fourth season of the Heat Check, even though I don't like saying seasons of the Heat Check. It's okay, though. Let's do a personal recap. Uh, I was supposed to go to vacation uh, to a bonjour, a Rudy, a bicycle, a Tour de France. Uh, And then uh, life intervened. So my mom had uh, the house that she lives in, had a bunch of uh, drama that went down due to weather-related instances. And now I'm being uh, what we call a good daughter, stepping in and saving the day. I've spent the last two weeks uh, being Bobby, uh, Bobby the Rebuilder, uh, building a deck, getting roof set up. I mean, what's been going on is like, just really super, super woman type stuff. Let's catch up, though. Um, less about me, more about the league on what's popping around it. Uh, first of all, Orlando Magic being uh, trending twice in the same 24-hour span is just a wild situation. First and foremost, John, it, both political, too. Both politically trending Orlando Magic news, which just occurred to me right now as I said it. First and foremost, Jonathan Isaac. Uh, is dropping his own shoe with no brand, with a brand name, uh, Judas. Let that sink in deeply. Judas and Jonathan Isaac are um, are in a collab uh, for a signature shoe from a man who's played a combined, 
I think like 70 games in the last three seasons. No, a combined like that's a lie. That's and that's a lie. And then if you divided that by four, that'd be probably closer to the truth. Two seasons off, I think 20, 11 games, 11 games last year. So that's a combined 11 games in three seasons. Carry the one, divide by three. Uh, quick math, less than four. Somewhere, like, literally on average has played four games per season in the last three seasons. That's worse than Zion. And uh, apparently his new shoe is meant to be uh, anti-woke. Oh, man. Jonathan Isaac, free thinker, I guess. Uh, making sure that he's letting everyone know he stays asleep. Uh, he's not woke in the age of, uh, I don't know, progressiveness in a league that it's, I think, stand good, stands to be a good thing to be awake. It does not surprise me considering that his policy, politics are a lot, a lot. Uh, you can go through social media, see the reaction to my video, but I would just say this. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Apparently anyone, though, can get a shoe deal. Even someone who's played like 14, 11 games in three years refused to take a knee in the bubble. Why Why not? I don't know. Refused to take the jab. You always know, by the way, you always know where someone stands on the vaccine by how what they call the vaccine. <laughs> you know? Like anyone who calls it the jab is anti-vaccine. I've never heard anyone be like, yeah, I'm on my third, my third jab. You know, like never, never. The, anyone who calls it the jab has refused to take the jab. Anyway, the Orlando Magic less than 24 hours later were trending again for something political. Uh, I discovered, I uncovered that they were the very first team in NBA history to actively donate to a politician in the name of the team. What's the name of the owner of the team? I believe it's uh, Betsy DeVos, a.k.a. the former head of education appointed by, you guessed it, Mr. Orange Man under 15,000 indictments himself. Uh, and you know who they endorsed? Do you think it was, uh, was Trump? No, it wasn't, surprisingly. It was our man, uh, Ronald McDonald uh, DeSantis, they donated $50,000, which is chump change to a corrupt billionaire, but hey, he's the Florida, uh, man in charge running for president, so whatever it is, it is, but what I really want to talk about, though, uh, outside of the comments that were incredible, uh, was the fact that probably Jet Howard, Markel Fultz, Anthony Black, Wendell Carter, pretty much any Orlando Magic player, probably not super stoked on, given some of Ron DeSantis' comments uh, about black folks in general, how uh, history has depicted them incorrectly, uh, apparently saying that they've benefited in some way from slavery. I don't even care if you it, like implied that, because there's lots of people in my mentions, oh, he did not say that exactly, but... <laughs> Did he like it didn't come from nowhere, did it? Like, it didn't just pop out of the sky where some anti woke truther or super woke truther was like, you know why we should hate Ron DeSantis? Because he 
says that black people uh, benefited from slavery. This came from somewhere. Uh, he also is anti-LGBTQ, is also getting blown up by Udonis Haslam, has also said that Major League Baseball is the last bastion of meritocracy in sports because they play the game the right way. But basketball, basketball isn't a meritocracy because black folks are like superhuman freaks or something like that. I don't know the exact language. I didn't write it down, but just Google it because I know someone will get mad about this too. Uh, but that's not all, folks. Uh, the trifecta, uh, trifecta of Orlando Magic News a month ago, uh, we reported, we, report's a little strong, we commented on how Paolo Bancaro switched teams for the basketball FIBA World Cup, abandoning Italy for Team USA, and the fact that the Italian coach did not take it well. But Paolo was back in the news again, explaining why he decided to play for Team USC. To Team USA. He said, I'm a little rusty. He said this on his recent podcast. To represent your country is bigger than yourself. It was a drawn-out process, choosing between USA and Italy. I decided this is where I wanted to be. My mother played for Team USA, so it was always a dream of mine. Oh, mamma mia, she's got the gravy. And anyway, his mother, of course, is Ron. I'm terrible today. I'm terrible. Just so much is going wrong, but it's okay. We're going to keep rocking. His mother, of course, is Rhonda Smith Bancaro, who played collegiately at Wazoo and then for Sacramento in the WNBA for the Monarchs, while also suiting up for Team USA. So this is all making perfect sense to me. But also, probably Grant Hill did something shady in order to get him to choose Team USA. It's just like, why lead Team Italy on if it's not to be, I don't know, either like some sort of co-intel spy for Team USA to screw Team Italy out of making other decisions or probably got paid to choose Team USA. But the truth of the matter is, we know this, he will never play for Team Italy now. He will, who knows how long he'll play for Team USA, but we know this, he will never suit up for Team Italy. I understand why the Italians are probably mad because you're probably only going so far with Danilo Gallinari and Bargnani and Paolo would have been the perfect center piece of a team that would definitely have been a danger team with him on it. But now he's one of us. A man who chooses money over his home country. (laughs) And he's going to be a staple of Team USA going forward even if it means breaking all of Italy's heart in the name of the almighty dollar spoken like a true American.